This is Hitting the Mark. I'm the Mark, Jeffrey Mark, and I'm here with my great friends, Ray Carr and Cindy Bibbling. Season three, the show goes to color, which means they changed all the interiors, the furniture changes, uh, Elizabeth Montgomery's hair and makeup changes. And now they are really starting to have problems with Dick. He is missing episodes. Starting with season three, you see the very occasional episode where Darren is referred to, but not seen. Mm -hmm. Or he's only at the office talking on the other end of a phone. Or he's in a hotel room on the other end of a phone. Those scenes were shot separately because Dick's back pain, which was real, and drug addiction, which was also unfortunately real, were, were getting worse. And we must remind all of our listeners and friends out there that yours truly is a recovering drug addict, 32 years clean and sober. I don't blame anyone for their addictions. I do know there is help out there. And I do know that William Asher personally tried to help Dick York get clean and sober. But this was also during the days when it was not thought of as as much of an addiction, right? As it just was as a treatment for back pain because they didn't know about the addiction as much. Or am I wrong? They already knew. By the, by the mid-1950s, they were already doing studies showing that okay. cigarettes were harmful, uppers and downers were addictive, that opiates can really, really grab you and, and harm you. They just didn't know what to do about it. Okay. Uh, AA and other 12-step programs existed. They still exist. They have their way of treating these things. But uh, most celebrities would not go that route because they were celebrities. Mm -hmm. They didn't want their personal laundry out in the public to see. Yeah. They had a show to protect. They had bewitched the property to protect. Bill and Elizabeth owned a piece of the show. He was the producer. Sometimes he was the director much of the time. And she was the star every week. They had to be careful about it. The shows are wonderful in season three. By season four, you're starting to see repetition. They were running out of ideas. Agnes Moorhead did not like being on the show, but she was stuck there. The shows got into a rut many, too many of the episodes. Darren and Samantha and maybe Tabitha are having breakfast. Darren and, and Dora have words. He goes to work. She gets all huffy and she puts a spell on him. His nose is going to grow. His ears are going to grow. He's going to get tall. He's going to get short. He's going to get young. He's going to get old. He must tell the truth. He has to lie. He's going to flirt with every woman out there. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. It, it, there's a lot of sameness about it. When they would bring in Aunt Clara, when they would bring in Uncle Arthur, and eventually Serena, it, 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 it kept that from becoming the same thing week after week after week. And then Agnes herself was doing other work. So they did negotiate something where even though she was listed in the credits as being there every week, there are episodes of no Andorra in it at all. Sometimes there are weeks we don't see Andorra yeah. because it was getting to be too monotonous. Season three, 
was also this sea change and that they really lost two major characters from the show, three if you want to be technical about it. I don't mean the, the, the characters themselves, I mean the actors. There was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful character actor. She'd gotten started at MGM in the 40s. By the 1960s, she was a cabaret star, a nightclub performer, a Broadway performer, Alice Pierce, to play Mrs. Kravitz. Mm -hmm. Mrs. Kravitz does not appear till the second episode. She wasn't in the original pilot. This is another Bill Asher creation. And she knew from day one that she had cancer. So they put her in a wig so that if she got treatment, she couldn't tell that her hair was getting loused up. But by season two, the wig is like three times too big on top of her head as her face is shrinking down and she's getting thinner and thinner from the cancer. And by two thirds of the way through the filming of the second season, Alice Pierce dies. And in fact, they bring in Mary Canfield to play Abner's sister, just to fill out the episodes. And then one of those very sad triumphs, Alice wins an Emmy Award posthumously for playing Mrs. Kravitz. When they come back with the color episodes, Mr. Kravitz is still there. But they, they, they hired Sandy Gould to play Mrs. Kravitz. And even Bill Asher said, boy, one of the biggest mistakes we ever made was hiring her for the part. Not because she wasn't a good comedy actor. She was. But she was wrong for the part. Sandy wanted, Sandy is one of those character actors who wanted to be beautiful. Uh, who thought that the episodes she was in should revolve around her. But where Alice was able to bring pathos, Alice Pierce's Mrs. Kravitz actually saw Samantha do magic and was freaked out by what she was seeing and liked Samantha despite it. The original Mrs. Kravitz and Samantha had lunch together. They went shopping together. They had coffee together. They kind of sniffed around each other. And you know, this isn't so bad. Sandy Gould's version is just the shrill shriek of a bitch. And it didn't work. And it wasn't funny. And the Kravitzes were used less and less and less. Really, the Kravitzes almost disappear off the show where before the Kravitzes were there maybe seven weeks out of 10. Now they're over there maybe one week out of 10 or two weeks out of 10. So they lost that element. They decided that Larry Tate needed a younger wife, that the woman they'd hired who was a very nice woman playing her, but she was playing a young mother and a little too old of a tooth to carry that off. So they hired my friend Casey Rogers to play Louise. Casey's natural hair was uh, reddish. So they put a black wig on her to look like the other woman. Casey wasn't used nearly as much as the original Louise was. Uh, and Casey was a wonderful actor and she was big in demand. Uh, people like Lucille Ball used her all the time on their shows. So that dynamic changed. They brought in Bernard Fox to play Dr. Bombay. That added some extra texture. 
like I, I think I've said to you guys before, I have photos of me at the bewitched house on the old Columbia ranch of Esmeralda and Dr. Bombay and Louise Tate and I standing there together. Mm-hmm. That's a, a very favorite memory of mine. I'm there. I'm at the place where all that stuff was shot. Yeah. But Marion Lauren was now getting ill. She could be in less episodes. Uh, when she used to uh, fumble, trying going through a wall and she'd hit it, it would set off her hearing aids and all these, these, these noises would happen. They'd have to reshoot it or they'd have to loop in her dialogue to take it off of the soundtrack. And um, about three quarters of the way through that season, we lost Marion Lauren who won a posthumous Emmy Award for working on the show. Jeez. In fact, when she won, both Elizabeth and Agnes accepted the award on her behalf, saying, this is the second time this has happened to us. So when Marion passed away, and without Alice Pierce there, there was a part of the show, the heart I don't mean the center of the show, but the heart of the show. Two fun-loving premises weren't there anymore. And, and Dick York is getting worse and worse. Mm-hmm. Season five shows, he's not in about half of them. There's a lot of season five shows where all of a sudden Larry Tate is at the Stevens house all the time because they didn't want to rewrite the shows, but he is, they gave Larry all of Darren's lines just to get them made. They were having to put bronzer on Dick York. He was so pale just to make him look healthy. Where before he'd been a little bit chubby, uh, there's a season one or two episode where he's in a bathing suit and you go, not bad. If he lost 10 or 15 pounds, not bad at all. By now, he's so skinny, they're padding out his suits so you can't tell how thin he actually is. They knew towards the end of the fifth season Elizabeth was pregnant again. And they fully intended to write it into the show like they had last time. There was an episode where uh, Darren and Samantha are having a romantic anniversary dinner or birthday dinner in the living room and she is going to reveal. And Darren walks out of the room and the episode changes. Both Maurice and Endora become a part of it. And at the end, oh, Samantha, my darling, you're glowing. Why, the last time you glowed like this, you were having, you're pregnant. And that's how they wrote it into the show. And then Samantha gets up and says, I better call Darren because I haven't told him. They had to completely rewrite that episode on their feet just to get it in the can. And you never see Dick York again. Dick at the filming, that romantic dinner had a seizure, a bad seizure from the drugs. They had to stop everything. They called in paramedics. They went to Dick's dressing room. And the way Bill Asher described it to me, and he had the ability to do this because Bill Asher's sister, Betty Asher, was Judy Garland's assistant at MGM. Mm. And Louis B. Mayer's spy 
for her to spy on Judy. And Bill knew what Betty used to describe to him in Judy's dressing room with mm-hmm. pills sewed into the linings of draperies and pills sewn into costumes and hidden in, you know, light fixtures. And, 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 and they went into Dick's dressing room and found exactly the same thing. Pills <laughs> hidden everywhere, sewn into the linings of things underneath sofa cushions and they were faced with a decision. Dick did not want to go to a hospital. He was terrified it would ruin his career. And Bill assured him, look, what needs to happen is you need to get better. Don't worry about your career. And I think Bill kind of sort of promised him that he'd still be there no matter what. But Elizabeth turned to Bill and said, look, I chose him. I love playing opposite him. But... Aaron and Diane Murphy are on the set. There are other children and other episodes on the set. Our children come to visit the set. We cannot expose the children who may be around us to this kind of behavior. He has to go. So Bill got Dick into a rehab and treatment, but he could not come back because Darren. For millennia now, it seems, the cover story is that Dick was too ill to work, back, 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 and then emphysema. He was on oxygen before he passed away. Too young. He could have worked. They wouldn't have him. I'm Cindy Verbalin with Ray Carr, and the show is Hitting the Mark with our star, Jeffrey Mark. 